0: You're underseeded for this podcast. Underseeded,
1: undervalued. It's a shame. Edward Moybridge, his name. Mm.
2: Great to be here on Selection Sunday, post reveal of the draw. This is the ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Near. It's a miracle we're here. Three of us made it. We lost one man and route to the studio, but that's okay. Guthrie's here by sheer nature of how much basketball he's watched since November. And how a few hours of sleep he's had with a conference tournament mashup of four days, and then a big wedding bash last night oh, that he yeah. traveled to. Did you get
1: uh, I, might, I might have last night. I'm not actually not sure. Invited.
2: You barely got out of your underwear. You're in your pajamas right now, taping this session. Taylor it's is super here. Super comfortable. He's full of energy, just like a schoolboy, ready to go. Let's go! An eager. off the board. And I make that reference because he's dressed like a schoolboy. He has the navy shorts with the belt and the neutral sweater, looking the part. For those it's anticipating, style. <laughs> for those anticipating, Mike Jaffe for this pot we're sorry to disappoint you but since you're omitted in you might as well listen to the bitter end mike considered calling in but deep down he was scared because he didn't want to go viral like that bbc guy who was interrupted by his small children who popped up (laughs) on my twitter feed 15 times you know what i'm talking about (laughs) listeners and you do too taylor you better Uh, know that oh yeah that's why mike's not here he was afraid of that he was afraid that if we called him he would be interrupted and then this would go viral which would be great for the podcast deeply
0: humanizing for him
2: but it would be bad for mike Anyway, uh, we're going to review the bracket. What do you know? That's uh, our agenda today. That is our only agenda besides from a quick rapid fire on the ACCT. We're going to give thoughts. I'll start with mine, and then we'll go around the table. Wow. Did not see Duke coming. I'll be the first to admit it. Congratulations. They didn't even have to sell their souls because they are the Devils. I was shocked to see Carolina, though, implode in that second half of the semis. That was the shock of the tournament for me,
1: and to see Roy Bench. JB two three what is it three yeah three. yeah Joel Berry yeah. when he picked up his fourth mm, foul that's yeah. actually coincidentally right when I started watching
2: Kempon would <sighs> not have been uh, happy with that would he uh, to see him sit that long yeah Notre Dame I would have put him in at like the, I don't know the nine minute mark why not because there's so much you can gain if he doesn't get a foul you gain like a lot of playing time as opposed to waiting to go down which
1: is what happened yeah i mean didn't work out nate Britt. nate Britt did an okay job (laughs) yeah yeah,
2: nate Britt actually played well to his standards yeah his good standards are are not not something you want to you want to put your bets on right sure and secondly so that was uh that was the main um takeaway from the tournament number two notre dame showed well and I don't think there were any other storylines from the tournament.
0: Didn't I predict Duke was going to win the tournament? Not really, no. No, you, no. I did, and they No, did. you did not. Count it. Not in the prediction
2: pod. I you I picked, mean.
0: You picked Carolina. We were, I was talking to Micah as we were starting to watch the championship game, and he was like, oh, I think Duke was a four-point favorite, right? And he was like, I can't believe Duke's a four-point favorite, and it just, that felt so natural to me. I felt like they were going to, they would have that game in hand. You felt that time. they would beat
2: Notre Dame. Well, Yeah. You're alone know, there. I'm just saying. Nobody else saw that one coming. Nobody else could have predicted that. They're I think actually this,
1: the interesting thing is that, if, if I'm remembering correctly, that game opened with Notre Dame as a two-point favorite. Yeah, and and then it, it shifted, really? Yeah. It shifted six points. Wow. That is which huge is Which is, movement. yeah, that's, man.
0: Whoa. The
1: I was, I was May, blown away when I saw on this? that.
0: Check his Twitter feed. Did he have a ticket that he uh, showed off for this?
2: Uh, I don't know. All right. So there we go. We have nine ACC teams into the tournament. Syracuse is left out. We predicted that back, uh, what, a month and a half half ago? the island
0: yeah i thought we were gonna be wrong
2: i I really did too i'm sad (laughs) yeah i'm
0: surprised i thought they were gonna get in
2: i did until this past week
0: i can't i did until
2: this past week and then i started talking to people but um with syracuse yeah shucks it would have been nice to get another acc team in sorry syracuse fans we love you you made a final four run last year you know you can hang your hat on that but in the end i mean what are you gonna do right you yeah. just need to
0: win one of those early season games. Yeah, I mean, who
2: do you bounce? Who
1: do you bounce? USC, maybe. But I think. Vandy? I, I bounce Vandy over USC. I don't know how Vandy's a nine seed. Like, we talked about when we saw it. We were like, wow, this team with 14 losses is sitting there at a nine seed. Yeah. I mean, the, their numbers I are good. But they
0: played well recently. Yeah. The, it was and the road beating, losses. Beating and we talked Florida. about the road losses all year long.
1: Yeah, they, Syracuse yeah, hasn't won a
0: single good game on the road at all. Yeah, I know. only Clemson. Enough of yeah. that. Let's go okay. to the bracket. Yeah, let's talk about the bracket. We got to go. Let's start. And we're, we should say that we're taping immediately after the brackets we have are? been released. This is correct. So this mm-hmm. is our initial, you know, initial
2: reaction. But right. let me say this, okay? For all our listeners out there, and your smart basketball people. But if there are any new listeners who are new to this game, trying to get some March insight, let me tell you this: If you come up against a co-worker or a friend who says. Well, I need to do some research on my brackets. I need to research a lot of these teams and see what's going on. You know what? That's nonsense. What they're going to do is they're going to go through schedules and they're going to play transitive property theory. And that is wrong. Correct, Taylor? Yeah, I agree. They're going to do it. You I've gotta, seen it before. You and you pick. need to laugh at these people. Laugh at them.
1: Laugh at them.
0: Yeah. Maybe don't laugh at them. I mean, you have to okay. see them every day.
1: All right. The people that pick based on the mascots tend to Can do better in the long run, actually. Right so we know there's like all the studies that
0: show that picking against the spread especially in i think it was actually done on nfl games which is you know notoriously that's the hardest sports line to get right mm-hmm. but uh p- people picking against the spread with knowledge and stuff did equally as well as people who just
1: 50-50 yeah, 50 50
0: because it's set so well
1: yeah mm.
0: yeah Okay. Obligatory they didn't build the palaces. Let's go to the these desert. matchups. What do you say?
2: <laughs> now, are we going to pick matchups or are we going to pick against the spread? I think in the uh, the nature of this podcast, we should maybe do both.
0: Yeah, definitely do both. Absolutely.
2: Where do you want to start? East? We should start east. Make it simple. Let's go. Villanova versus a 16 seed of Mount St. Mary's or New Orleans. Like the New Orleans is in the tournament, I really like their mascot name. If I was picking mascots, I would pick that mascot. But um, I'm not picking on mascots. I'm picking on basketball and Villanova's winning. Well, yeah, and they're going to be what twenty-eight point favorites? Sure, I don't know. I
0: don't. I'm, we don't know yet. Yeah, we do not know. I'm, I'm I mean, we don't have, we don't have lines up. I don't. I don't believe we. Sh- we can maybe project some, but we should say for the purposes. I'll just say from a betting perspective. I stay away from, from e- ones? everything with a one-two and even a three-seed unless I have a very strong feeling.
2: So that's what you're going to be doing at the Westgate when you're sipping two Bloody Marys back-to-back over the course of an eight-hour span. So you're going to be like averaging four hours per Bloody Mary, right?
0: Sure. Let's okay, go good, with good. that. Okay. Yeah, let's that's, go with that. That's good.
2: I, I want some footage of that. You can Facebook Live that to me personally. Next matchup. I don't want to spend too much time there. We're going to get back to Villanova when we review the East. But until then... Wisconsin, Virginia Tech. Wisconsin, I feel like got a little bit of a shaft on the seed. What yeah. do you all think?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't mean, know about I, a shaft. I wouldn't have, I
2: wouldn't have put them much higher, but I don't know if I would have put them in Villanova's one, right?
1: Yeah, it seems, it seems harsh. Um, if they
2: were two, in the, if they were second in the Big Ten, and they made it to the
1: title game, correct? Yeah, they did, they did, and they're I, an eight. I, it just seems like the Big Ten. They didn't really know how to seed any of the teams. Like, I think they were spot on with Purdue as a four. I think four makes a lot of sense, given the landscape of college basketball for, for a team like Purdue and how they've performed this year. Uh, but Michigan State as a nine, one seed number lower than the second best team in the conference yeah. is peculiar.
2: All right. I've got an angle in this matchup.
0: Yeah, let's not worry about the if seeds as pick. much. Let's focus on the matchups. We'll get okay. To what,
2: all right, that's fine. Do we have a projection
0: at all? Yeah, I think it's going to be we're projecting right now uh, that Wisconsin will be five-point favorites. Mm.
2: That's tough. It was If it was lower, I would go. Here's the angle. Virginia Tech against better competition or when they're underdogs away from home has not been good except for the Michigan game back in the Big Ten Challenge, right? Correct? Right. That's. I mean, I I just. I don't know if I trust Virginia Tech too much away from home. They did beat Wake. I'll give them that. That was good. Good win against Wake at the tourney. Yeah. And they played Florida State tough. So I'm not gonna discredit them. Uh, Deep down, this is a stay away. Five points is. They make
0: it really tough, right?
2: And Wisconsin did not look good today.
0: It's probably going to go up. I mean, it's probably Wisconsin are probably well, going to maybe be, there's value and become tech. bigger favorites. Maybe there's value here. I think it's tough because Tech is so dependent on scoring from the three point line, and Wisconsin does a great job, yeah, limiting people's chances. Like really good, just keeping their quick side attempts. story. This is my yeah. last
2: side story. Okay, I was in the sauna earlier today, and I ran into a Virginia Tech fan who was really excited about making the tournament. And, you know, when I'm out and about with, you know, regular people, I don't – I'm not like a a jerk like I am on this podcast. You know, I'm just very friendly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think they're going to be a nine seed, nine or eight seed. And then the Tech fan, I just couldn't resist when he said this. I hope we're – I really hope we're in Villanova's bracket, though, because that's a small team that I think we can really match up with. And I just was like, Okay. <laughs> I was distracted. I didn't
0: hear any of that story after the I was in the sauna earlier today. I'm, I'm a sauna <laughs> I'm enthusiast. Like, mm, yeah. I put in a
1: 30-minute session straight. That's oh, pretty That's pretty legit. It's <laughs> yeah. a workout. That's It, I, it feels uh, great once you finish.
2: I also play last man standing in the sauna, so when I get in there, I have to outlast everybody who's in there prior to me entering into the sauna and hopefully at least the first couple stragglers who come in within five minutes of me and I did it today. So that's Life enough of that. Competition. Virginia UNCW is the 512 in the east. What have, have we talked have we talked about the Virginia
0: Tech Wisconsin for I, a second I I wanted ago? to actually mention we you, don't know. you
1: you brought up the the Wisconsin defense. Yeah. Their their defense is ranked 8th right now nationally in efficiency. It's terrific. Yeah. But the, one of their biggest weaknesses is actually allowing very high three-point percentage for their opponents
0: yeah three-point shooting percentage sure but they actually allow a very low, low a low like number attempted amount right correct
1: but virginia tech is very much reliant upon three-pointers yeah absolutely. so it's i mean it, it seems like it could be a weakness in the wisconsin defense that could be exploited mm-hmm. do you michigan think that, did it today yeah yeah i mean talk about a, a hot team right now do My you think goodness. that
0: wisconsin size like hap and hayes are going to take advantage of the fact that, you know, Virginia Tech doesn't really have true
1: big men, really? I mean... I mean, I don't know. I It, who, it hasn't really seemed like they've been kind of on the same page recently. Like, they, they have really stumbled down the stretch here. Yeah. And a lot of it has been because of offensive, like, uh, inability to score, basically.
0: So they play Hap, he'll be guarding... Lede, probably most sure. likely, right. So when Lede comes out on the perimeter and he's doing that action with Virginia Tech, is Hap running around on that? Is that a problem for Wisconsin?
2: I mean, Hap seems fairly mobile. Yeah, he's pretty mm-hmm. mobile.
0: Does a pretty good job.
2: So not, I can't tell you that I know too much about his uh, I don't, defensive I prowess
0: on the perimeter. I definitely don't know Wisconsin as well as I know Virginia Tech. So yeah, I take that with a
1: yeah. The the thing. So watching a little bit of the uh, Michigan Wisconsin game today, the big the big uh, Big Ten championship what Michigan would do is put a lot of high ball screens and get Nigel Hayes and Ethan Happ in high ball screen action, which they were really bad at defending, actually.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's kind of unfortunate. Texting to do that. Yeah. I, I, a lot. Yeah. I, I could definitely see that because they, they really like to have, uh you know, three-man weave going on at the top of the key. Seth or, Allen or Seth that Allen that yeah. with yeah. just yeah. one That's screen. Right and there, they, will, yeah. they, they also really like high ball screens. So mm. it could prove to be really problematic, I think, for Wisconsin. And
2: Seth Allen's been doing that all this, all the way back to the Maryland days. So that's a good that's a good angle to take into account. Yeah. Can you, the, you're talking
0: me into Virginia too.
2: I know yeah. you are too. Can yeah. the tech
1: defense deal
0: with the Wisconsin offense? I mean uh, Tech's defense has not been great.
2: I mean No, definitely not. But like what? has Michigan's defense been I mean, was that defense anything to write home about? I mean, I don't know.
1: Yeah, the Michigan does have some uh some athletes in the front court, which you can't really say for Virginia Tech. Like Kadim, uh, what is it? Kadim Sai, Kadim C, C. I think you, is how you pronounce <laughs> it. I keep pronouncing okay, it. Wrong. We got to move on. Yeah.
2: Line in the sand. I think the final kicker is going to be how much devalue the Big Ten. And you two sure. were, were higher on the Big Ten than I was. Yeah. Last week. I don't know if that's changed at all, but I think that's where you should put your heart or your head. Or both. Sure.
0: I think right now at five points, I would still go with Wisconsin. <sighs> me too. I mean, it, it, if you <sighs> give me a few more points, you give it up to six or seven. I, I might go with Virginia Tech just because I, I, I feel like that's two. good value. But
2: this mm, is, I mean, stuff. Stay away, but I'll say Wisconsin and I don't feel good about it. If it was six, I would switch. Maybe I'll switch by at the end of the podcast. So Virginia UNCW, uh, Seth Davis. Has picked an incredible amount of load seeds, double-digit seeds, so that if a couple of them hit, he's gonna take credit on on I don't know every national program that he's on. The guy,
1: the guy is actually a professional troll. I think. I think so too. I don't know how. I don't know how he is. Let's talk about Seth picks. (laughs) UNCW. He has Rhode
2: Island to the Sweet Sixteen. He has Nevada over Iowa State. (laughs) Donk. Uh,
1: What
0: else? Great. I don't know. Let's talk about UNC Wilmington, Virginia. Okay, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to Virginia. We'll go back Seth to Seth Davis debating yeah, on Seth Davis. Okay, so y- we have Virginia as a nine point projected favorite right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, that's a lot. UNC Wilmington actually a has, for a has a the game. 18th most defensive, efficient offense in the country.
1: Okay, how's their defense?
0: Not that good.
1: Mediocre to bad.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. uh you tell no. me
2: where it is? Pretty, pretty rough. Virginia does. Looks rough. I would say Virginia does better against teams who are not very good defensively in the course of the last four years. But, um, I don't know. I mean, is Notre Dame a great defense? Not really. And they struggled there. So, maybe they can struggle against any team this year if they're not shooting well. Right? Yeah. I mean, so, maybe that theory goes out the window this year. Because, I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. Something so, I thought about this past week.
1: Yeah. Okay, so just... Quick, quick, quickly glancing through the team page, um, there's not a lot of size on this UNC Wilmington Seahawks team. I believe this is the same team that uh, Duke played in the first round last year. Is that is that correct? Yeah, that's right. And they and they played them tough. They played them very tough. It was it was a very tight game. And they I, got a lot of that team back. Yeah, I mean they 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 have a lot of uh, had a halftime lead. Experience. It's
2: about a four point halftime lead for UNCW.
1: They really are lacking size, though. Like uh, of their starters, of their traditional starters, they have one guy that's six seven. It's not then... gonna hurt you against Virginia. I though. was gonna say, yeah. what's
0: Virginia gonna do? Throw it down to the low to Jack yeah, Salt to bang yeah, on the very block? True. No, yeah.
1: But it, just in terms of uh, strictly in terms of rebounding, um, I think that is is something to keep in mind. I think nine's too much, but I think Virginia's
2: going through. Well, yeah, Virginia's gonna win. But not if you not if you're the. Uh...
0: The panelists, the panelists are in consensus about this is the 512 upset. So you're going to take UNC Wilmington against the spread plus nine. Yeah, it's it seems tough, right? That's it seems uh, very it's, tough. That's, yeah,
2: I haven't I haven't found one I would like so far. No, we're going to get to one soon.
0: They're so tough. I'm going to take I'm going to take Virginia plus nine. I mean minus nine. Minus nine, whatever. I'm going to take it. Just, okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. I I no also way. like.
0: Maybe I'm throwing my money away, but I'm taking it.
1: Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. Um, I also, I like UNC Wilmington just based on what I'm reading here. Uh, it seems like they have a lot of quick athletic guards that can get into the paint. That is proven to be an Achilles heel of this Virginia defense this year. I'm very, very worried for this bracket that they're in. Here's uh,
2: something to- Tony Bennett wants to tell me. Quick athletic guards give problems to everybody. Not just Virginia. Let's take that into account. So, yeah. Maybe you should value that across the board.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe maybe that's just an undervalued kind of trait of teams. I don't know. Florida ETSU.
0: 10-point game. 10-point spread. Florida 10-point favorites. It's <sighs> a lot of points. Uh,
1: I don't trust this Florida team. A lot I don't of know points. about you guys. Really? Yeah. What don't you like about Florida?
2: Uh, I, I didn't like their tournaments. I didn't like them losing to Vandy again.
0: And, you know, Vandy has played really well. Uh, and that was a tough, I mean, overtime loss. Again, yeah, Vandy swept them. Another
2: high in Kempom. Um, I, I
0: Vandy know, I know is them. to
1: Florida as UVA is to Louisville, I think. The, 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 it's it's Florida's kryptonite.
0: If, if you watch that game they, Florida played against Kentucky at the end of yeah, February, it looked completely different. And that was an away game. But when they played Kentucky at home, like, you know, earlier that month, they looked so in control of the game. Kentucky was, I mean, they frustrated Kentucky. They had them all, like, Of sorts, and then they looked like a completely different team in Rupp against Kentucky.
2: Florida's best wins: Kentucky, Seton Hall, Miami. Miami. Okay, I mean,
0: very early in the season, completely different. This is a week. This is a week four seed.
2: This is a week four seed. Can we agree on that? Comparatively,
1: Mm. I uh,
2: if okay. uh, So you think West Virginia is better?
1: I would say yes. Yes,
2: I think so. Yeah, number two in the Big Twelve.
1: Yes, I would say so. I think Florida has kind of fallen a little bit under the radar due to the losses to Vanderbilt, and it's maybe part of it. They killed South
2: Carolina. I'll give them that. That was good. They beat Arkansas handily. And
0: I don't care about any of the other SEC teams, pretty much. Right? Well, here's what I think. I mean, in this, Florida's defense has been elite. I mean, they're very good. Mm -hmm. And ETSU has a really high turnover percentage.
2: I know that we could talk about these teams forever, and we should, but we're going to have to keep this to a two-parter, man. Taylor, you were you were going on a Florida tangent. Uh, you ought to bring it home?
0: Yeah, I think they're going to win. I ETSU do too. turns the ball over too much. They play fast. Florida slows down teams on defense. If you take ill advised shots, Florida's going to take advantage of you. What, that being said, what points are we getting? Ten points is too many. It's too many. Can't do it.
1: 10 points is too few. This yep. this game is going to be an easy win for Florida.
0: Mm.
2: That's what I like. I think I'm going to side with Guthrie here.
1: Yeah, Florida's going to roll to the second round and then cakewalk to the Sweet 16.
0: Okay. Oh, give me the Buccaneers all day. I'll, take, for, City, I'll I take Virginia plus or Florida. 10. Let's go.
1: On SEC,
2: ACC, Beared alone. And then I'll, I can dive into the matchups momentarily. But we'll get to that maybe at the end of the East. SMU versus either Providence or probably USC, if you're me. I like USC or Providence. I don't know why everybody hates this USC team to, so much. They had a pretty good record overall. It's not all about record, man. Well, they their had a nice win against—they they, they demolished UCLA, which I think is, is significant because everybody loves UCLA. Yeah, that was their big— Everybody does. They do.
0: So if you're getting out to Vegas uh, early on Wednesday, so the line is one point— uh, who do we like in this match?
1: Providence. Matchup? Providence minus one. Yes, I'm taking USC. Yeah,
0: I, you know what? Mm. Uh, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take USC too. Okay, that's settled. I don't know if we need to dig
2: too deep into that. SMU, very strong tournament performance. They actually made me sour on Cincinnati. I actually started souring on Cincinnati watching that semifinal game against UConn. Because it was probably the fifth, sixth time I've I've watched him like, in a in like a extended game, I don't know. I think I'm jumping off the Cincinnati bandwagon. I think I'm going to leave Mick Cronin to uh, Cronin to Guthrie over here.
0: I like SMU just in general. I th- I heard somebody make a good point saying that you know a lot of the team has come back from what they had last year. They got mm-hmm. Simi Ojale, you know, former Sterling Duke Brown. guy. Yeah, yep. a lot of a lot of those same guys, but. Uh, once Larry Brown left, uh, Jankovic, right? That's the new coach, mm-hmm. Tim yeah. Jankovic. Tim Jankovic. He has installed an offense more suited for the college game, and just having that like structure and the you know rigid structure for a college offense has made a huge difference with mm-hmm. them. And I don't know, I I haven't watched every single game of theirs this season, pretty so I can't gritty. say if that's true. I, I like I, I like, like them at
2: the glass, and I like them to beat Baylor in round two. Whoa, I do. All right, because I'm staying with that angle, which I presented to you all not too long ago, when Baylor was a top
0: five team. So we like them over Providence or USC, whoever. Yeah. We can't potential really potential rematch. A we can't with, project the uh,
1: with with USC from when they played in November. Correct. And, and USC won that game, but I I think uh, this, yeah, no, I, I I like SMU a lot. Uh, their rebounding, offensive rebounding, is terrific. Um, I think they've gotten much better as the season has gone on. They are I feel like this is another team that has been kind of underseated. Like perhaps the committee is just not valuing the American, American Athletic Conference. Yeah, yeah, I I don't I don't really get it. Both them and Cincinnati are both six. I mean, who
2: else do you really fear in the AAC though? I mean Connecticut's in True, there. It's, get gracious.
1: It, yeah, it's like it's somewhat of a down year, but it's a pretty I think these conference. are two these are two very strong teams. Uh I, I, I also like SMU to beat the winner of USC Providence, and then beat. move on to beat Baylor.
2: Baylor. Yes. Join us. Join us, Taylor. Join us. I, I'm not Come ready on. to make that call Get yet. Get in here. I
0: like him. You, Get you in here. Considering it.
2: Jump in here. Sure. Okay. Jump <laughs> in there. All right, good. I,
0: I reserve the right to We're going to go through I our know. Sweet
2: 16s soon enough, but um, Baylor, New Mexico State. I don't really want to dwell on this too much. I'm not going to pretend it in New Mexico State. That's a team I haven't
0: watched this year. It's a... I've not watched them. It's an 11-point line for favoring Baylor, of course. Okay.
2: Yeah. We could phone a friend, but I don't want to waste time. We could phone Dave, who watches all those teams. Yeah, I don't know New Mexico State uh, well enough at this point. Um, I don't know. I'm going to pick Baylor to go through. I don't know about the line. But we're projecting double digits around, what, 11, 12, 13? 11
0: points. Baylor is 11-point favorites. Mm. My gut tells me it's too many points, and I'll... We want to take New Mexico State being very ill-informed about them. You know what? I'll do it, too. I,
1: I mean, actually, so I think this this might prove to be somewhat similar to last year's Yale game in that Oh, I was Baylor, on Yale last year. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, Baylor also has trouble sometimes with uh, defensive rebounding. And New Mexico State's actually a terrific rebounding team.
2: You know, it's really strange that they do because they're a good offensive rebounding team. Baylor. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. How does it's, that happen?
1: Well, so they, they also play a zone, so that, that plays into true. it. Right. This is true. They do play that they zone. Play, yeah, they play a that weird Swiss cheese zone. zone. So You've seen it. I I think that might play a part. Uh New Mexico State also not a great shooting team. So it, it's really a matter That's of it's tough against the zone. Yeah, yeah. They really need shots to fall. Um They need I mean, New Mexico State scores her points by
0: getting to the line. Sure. And Baylor does a pretty good job of not fouling, so that's worrisome. Well,
2: you mm-hmm. just convinced me the other way. Dana. You just turned <laughs> me on a. But there's a lot a of things going on. 180.
1: I I will I will take the points here. I think. Yeah. I yeah. think that's the play.
2: You guys are taking New Mexico in the points. Yep. State.
0: Absolutely. I've you talked myself into it.
2: You know what? I'm staying with my original angle back a month and a half ago. I'm with you guys. Okay. Deal. All right. Got three. First three of the day. New Mexico State covering roughly 12 points against Baylor. I
1: right. do think Baylor will advance. I do too. Yeah. And then lose to <laughs> Yes. We're all in agreement there.
2: Wow. Yeah. So much consensus. Where's Mike Jaffe to tell us that uh, Providence is going They're to all uh, this Sweet yeah. 16? South Carolina, Marquette, South Carolina. That's a team who has gone downhill at the tail end of the season. Marquette mm. are
0: projected as one-point favorites. I
2: like Marquette here. Because they can score. I like teams who can score in the tournament. If you can score, what a what a change of heart for Luke! I know I'm, I I I turned 188. You know what? I'm not going to be stuck in my ways. Even on against a lot set, of things. Uh
0: vaunted South Carolina defense, and their defense is great, but I mean holding people to incredibly low sh- scoring they're, percentages, they're, scu- shooting percentages. Yeah, excuse me, but they're playing in the SEC and yeah, they're good at
2: protecting the rim. They force a ton of turnovers. They're good at protecting the rim, but Marquette can shoot. Marquette's offense is an incredibly good offense. Like the best three point shooting team
1: good. in the country. Yeah.
0: Katen Reinhardt, I feel like I've been watching him in the tournament forever. What? He played at UNLV and then also played at Nevada, another like one of those West teams. He played at USC. USC yeah. and UNLV. Both. And UNLV. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I know we're Marquette's got forever. some lumps.
2: I know they've got some lumps, but they play well against good teams. And that's why I like them. They have some bad losses, but I think they, they come to play when their competition is high. That's my angle here for Marquette.
0: Yeah, I mean, and South Carolina is just a bad shooting team on offense. Like their offense, they're going to have to offense a rebound and get right, s- offensive rebounding and get to the backs, mm-hmm. which they can do against Marquette. I think but, they'll but do let's, that. But let's
2: let's look at Marquette recently, okay? They lost to Seton Hall, it was a close game, right? Yeah, in the in, tournament, yep. Their first game, they beat Creighton coming home, swept Creighton, beat Xavier the game before. I know that doesn't do anything for Guthrie, but maybe for some <laughs> other people. Lost to Providence by 4, killed St. John's Killed Xavier, they swept Xavier, and then it goes to a bad loss, Georgetown bad loss, um, St. John's bad loss. But I don't know. I'm in. Beat Villanova. That's good. Plan sure. up to the competition. They'll be ready. I think they got this.
0: Yeah, I, I'm gonna take Marquette here too.
1: Yeah, I yeah. I think I think uh the case to be made is uh South Carolina's defense really just has to completely lock down on the perimeter. Because Marquette is so prolific at shooting, and it's...
0: Ah. Which state, and South Carolina does do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they I mean, like you but were I, saying, terrific, but terrific but I, defensive team. I'm
0: going with the rationale of what Luke said, too. I like a team that can score. South shoot. Carolina, like sh- yeah, yeah, they can shoot. They're, they're not s- going to get cold. That right. team
2: is not going to go cold. Now, there are teams who can go cold who are decent shooting teams like Virginia, but like Marquette, they're not going to go cold. Right.
0: They can score. They can be They lukewarm. can shoot. They're they're great shooters. South Carolina's offense is going to have to come from getting to the line and offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just not as in control of their own ability. And
2: Marquette can sit in his zone in this game.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can do it. There's just more ways for Marquette to win here. I
2: mm-hmm. agree. Okay. Yeah. We got to yeah. go. Uh, consensus Guthrie. Sure, yeah. Marquette, give me give me the Golden Eagles. Duke, Troy. Let's take Duke. I who? Kn- stay away from the spread. Do we have to pick it? Or what?
0: Yeah, I mean, I would stay away. On, I sh- but I stay away from all these.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah the spreads, what, 15? Yeah,
0: 15.
2: we got to run out the, run down the East because uh, we're already over our portion of time for the East. Villanova, I've got going to the Sweet 16 over Wisconsin, quickly. We're not going to do spreads because it's, you know, can't project that. Can't even project teams. Let's
0: yeah, quickly go through who we like.
2: Villanova yeah. so over Wisconsin. If, we can all agree on that, right? Did, did we all pick Wisconsin?
1: I can't remember. I think I think actually I was leaning Virginia Tech in this one. Um on the spread though. Sure. But I mean Maybe to win. In it maybe to win. I I think like gun to my head, I would probably advance Wisconsin. But either way, Villanova moves but then on let's do to that. The Sweet yeah.
2: Okay, Villanova's on. I've got Virginia over Florida. Guthrie has Florida easily over Virginia. Mm-hmm. I
1: disagree with him here. Uh I mean just like I was talking about it before. The athletic guards from Florida are going to be a tremendous uh, liability. Um, it's going to be hard for, it's just been hard all year, I feel like, for this Virginia team to stay in front of the the fast athletic guards in the ACC. And I, I'll take
2: Tony Bennett over Michael White on a week to
0: prepare. That's what I'll do.
1: I think Michael White is actually a pretty underrated coach. Yeah. I don't, these, I don't think it's Billy it's I don't think he's Jim- Billy Donovan. Okay, it's his first
0: year. He's doing a great job. Okay. I, I I know. I think Casey Hill. Uh, it's, his sec-
1: it's his second year, but yeah.
0: Oh, it's second year. Sorry. Yeah. I think Casey Hill's been phenomenal. Um, I I think he's been really good. Uh, everybody. I I, tr- I trust Florida in this game. I'm going to take them over UVA. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. Their
1: defense is also highly underrated. Like it is an absolutely great defensive team, and that's that's something that people kind of just kind of ignore, especially with their recent results against kentucky and vanderbilt but it, they, i mean they held kentucky to 76 points they held them when they beat them they held kentucky to 66 points at that was
0: home. a good win yeah i mean talking about their guards, could be a good game hill chioza like these guys kavon allen is yeah and kavon also, allen has been awesome those yeah, guys like handling terrific. the ball against uva's i mean i they're not going to be bothered by that pack line
1: no no it's, largest it's, defense is very good it's yeah. very concerning and uva this season <laughs> has not done well against, like, very solid perimeter defending teams. It's This is, like, a perfect recipe for just a complete and utter route, I think.
2: A route? I don't know about a route, but I like Uh, Florida here. I'll pick Florida. Okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Next game on the docket would be SMU, who we all favor against Baylor. We've already gone over this. Let's just punch uh, SMU's ticket to the Sweet 16.
0: I'm, I'm buying into the hype right now. Yeah, I'm we'll with pick, it. We'll
2: go yeah. with SMU. We, we talk go. about this a lot. Let's just advance.
0: Yeah, let's go. I've advanced
2: Marquette. Did you guys advance Marquette? I think, yeah, we were all on Golden Eagles. Oh, the, the Wojo
0: versus the Mentor game.
2: Oh, oh man. I wonder if he'll throw it. No. Uh, you think
0: he sends him an email like, hey, just lose this game and you're, the job is yours when I retire? <laughs> That'd be great. Can we get leads on this? maybe you, I mean, Duke's not going to lose this maybe game. Maybe Capel is deliberately trying to undermine their chances there. So he's Anyways.
2: Duke's playing well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, yeah Duke. They're not going to lose this game.
2: Yep. All right, so that sets up Villanova, Florida for you guys. Villanova, Virginia for me. I'm taking Villanova. If you guys want to pick Florida, you're welcome to, but you're wrong. Villanova is the best team in the field.
1: They <laughs> yeah.
2: are. They're the best team in the field. Can, yeah, we, just gonna, say can we just say that? I mean, I know it's not sexy because they won the title last year, but they are. Every ounce of evidence has pointed to that fact. Margin of victory. I mean, you can look at ratings. The thing is, experience, so, yeah, shooting, yeah, it, they've got it's everything true. except of, they have everything but of Sheffield from last year.
1: The thing and is, more. the thing is about this team. I, I think they are, I think they are a worse version of last year's team because they're missing Arch, because they're missing Ochefu, and there have been moments this season where you can you can see teams exploiting the four out one in yeah. that Villanova loves to run. Yeah, and Virginia Virginia did that in the game. In Philly, especially
0: teams that like a four out one in and can match up with them.
1: Yeah, but and he, that's why that's why really quick that's go, why I'm no. intrigued by the Virginia Tech the possibility of a Virginia Tech Villanova. Second round matchup because I think Virginia Tech can run that Ooh, I fairly it. well.
0: Now I want Virginia Tech to win. So I, I can. Watch I mean, that if game.
1: if they beat Wisconsin, which is a huge, it's a, it's a very tall tall task. It is a very intriguing you guys, matchup.
2: You guys and the guy at the saw who I just met, are like <laughs> loving the Virginia Tech Villanova matchup. I, I, I just don't see it. I
0: mean, I agree with I you, just, Luke. I think they are the best team in the field right now. I mean, they've about. been amazing. But I see what Guthrie's saying, and I agree with that too. Also, I think one of the things about them is that they are just, they are built for consistency. And they are consi- Josh Hart's at another level compared to right. last year. Right. They're, so is Brunson. Brunson's is playing better than last year. They're consistent, and you, I mean, you trust them not to drop something bad. I mean, how can you say that against Duke? Maybe one of the most talented teams in the nation, maybe the most talented team, everybody keeps saying, right? But do you trust them when they have had games where they just like, can't put it all together and it just never seems to happen whereas villanova you can trust them to reach a certain level
1: another another example is the games against butler villanova against butler where the the offensive sets where butler has many capable scorers on the outside Uh, martin and lewis terrific shooters really kind of expose the like, pressed-out defense that Villanova employs. So if you do see a matchup, Virginia Tech, I think, is a weak... I mean, it's an intriguing example, but there are much better teams that would be able to beat this. Do you know how
2: easily Josh Hart and Brunson are going to get to the rim against Virginia Tech?
1: Sure. I think that is that is certainly a, a good point. The Virginia Tech's defense is atrocious, but the, thinking in terms of scoring against this really good... Villanova defense, the Tech that, can score. Yeah, I, I and, gotta and keep like on. Yeah, yeah, I
2: agree. Villanova's on. Um, they're beating Florida in y'all's yeah, minds. They're beating Virginia in my mind. I agree. SMU versus Duke, guys. Oh man, it is the Clark Kellogg Seth Davis special.
0: Don't you want to take SMU?
1: <sighs> oh, I'll be rooting for do. SMU with all I my heart. I know you do. I can't do it
2: though. It's gonna be Duke. Villanova. Duke played
0: too well. They just—they're play,
2: playing too well right now. I can't. I mean after that Clemson game if I give you dollars to donuts like that t- Duke's winning the title I don't think anyone would have said that after the Clemson game right but they just they're winning the final
0: 10 minutes of every game they're good it's hard to match up against them it's hard yeah, they prevent, yeah. They present a lot of matchup problems. That's very
1: they true. they got a lot of shooters. If things, start,
2: if things are called tighter in the NCAA tournament compared to the ACC, that could be trouble for Duke. That is the trouble point because once they get past their first guy, it's like an auto call, auto foul. And we saw it against Carolina. Carolina was uh, in – they were the bonus against Carolina with how many minutes left in the first and second half? It was like double-digit minutes. Pierce. I don't know if that happens – in the tournament, but I'm just throwing it out Here's there. Here's what
0: happens. Let me let me give you the storyline. Duke Elite wins. Eight. Yeah, I know. Duke wins. Duke Villanova. Right. Duke's down 12, with 10 minutes left. Emil Jefferson's fouled out. Uh, you know who's going to come oh, in? Harry Giles, foul trouble. Uh oh. Uh oh. Who's coming in? Tatum, foul trouble. Who's coming in? Chase Jeter. He drops 15. It. Stop it. Duke wins by one.
2: Okay, we're advancing Duke over Chase Jeter forever. SMU. Even though I'd liked, I mean, I'm not going to do it because I think SMU has. There's upset potential for teams to upset SMU. I've been bitten by that dog before. And what was the weird game with the rim call with SMU two years ago? No clue. Last year? Two years ago. Houston, UConn. I can't remember who it was. Anyway, Duke Villanova. I'll tell you why I like Villanova in this one, okay? Sure. The teams Duke has been beating have been teams who lack a lot of discipline or free throw shooting or who do stupid stuff down the stretch. Talented teams, but they do stupid stuff. North Carolina, come on. They did a lot of dumb things in that game. They stopped going inside. They started jacking up
1: threes. They sat Joe Barry for 12 minutes. Same argument could be made for Louisville. I Exactly. Mean, they, they, didn't, they, they missed all their free throws. Ugh, missed so many free throws. And they
2: stopped going back to the well against Duke. Yeah. So I don't think Villanova's going to miss free throws. And I don't think they're going to go away from what works. They're going to fight what works, and they're going to keep attacking and attacking and attacking what works against Duke, and Duke is going to shift their defenses. But if they shift to a zone, Villanova will shoot Duke out of his zone. And Louisville couldn't do it, and North Carolina couldn't do it, but Villanova can do that. So that's why I'm picking the Wildcats onto
0: the Final Four. I mean, yeah, it's no great secret that Villanova's good, as we said. So yeah.
2: Well, give me the case for Duke, because I know you two are going to pick him.
0: who I don't know if I am. Uh, the case would be what Guthrie was saying that on when uh, Villanova's on offense, if they're playing Duke. They're gonna press out on the perimeter. Duke's gonna break that outer shell, get into the paint, and either draw fouls or get easy looks going to the basket. Or you know, if that defense collapses, they're gonna throw it out, kick it out for an open. Villanova doesn't foul on an incredible amount, though. No, they don't. They're pretty good at that. But I mean, Duke's the the case for that is Duke puts them in bad positions to do that.
1: Um, Duke has Duke has a few guards. Uh, I mean, as much as I hate Grayson Allen, he can get into the lane. I mean, he's a, Luke can into the lane. He is
0: a he is a straight line driver. Grayson Allen is a straight line yeah. driver, but he's good at like the one move, one step, the rip and go to the basket really and strong. Then, he does or that or kick it out. Does it very he's, well.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and honestly, Frank Jackson has been playing very well recently. Yeah, he's been um, as as kind of a, another option. Whoever to run thought you'd say
0: he's been like a calming influence on them? I would <laughs> never have said that yeah. early in the season, but yeah. Okay, and, I mean, hey, hey, we gotta go. Gotta make a pick.
1: I like Duke in the Final Four.
2: Taylor. Ugh. Villanova. Okay, we're going to the West, and since we spent how much time did we spend on the about East? an hour, uh, it seems forty like. minutes? We're gonna have to breeze through the West. Don't worry that's about okay. it. We're not gonna. The West is the least intriguing bracket of them all. It's yeah, probably the know. weakest it's, as well.
1: It's the weakest bracket. I think Luke is right. I think that I think we spent a lot of time in the East, justifiably. There's some really intriguing matchups. Gonzaga,
2: South Dakota State. We like uh, Gonzaga covering big spreads. So should we just go with
1: that? Uh, They're they're actually unbelievable this year.
2: Who cares? I I don't want to spend time on talking about this spread against South Dakota State. So let's just take Gonzaga. (laughs) You
0: you have to stay away from those. Stay away
2: from it. But if you have to, if you're forced to, which Mike might force you guys to this week in Vegas,
0: yeah. I will say that it is an amazing moment to be in a theater with eight games on and hear cry go up from, like, everybody because somebody has covered a 14-point spread. <laughs> Moans and... The, chill, <laughs> the chills running up and down your yeah, spine. Yeah, the hair stands mm. up on my body.
2: What did Mike say? I have heard so many men <laughs> in this <laughs> sport <as> me. <laughs> yeah. Northwestern Vanderbilt. Everybody's going to be on Northwestern on this one, and I don't see why they wouldn't. I do not buy Vandy, even though they beat your beloved Florida guys oh, three times. I, I mean, I Dude. think it's going to
0: be a great matchup. So it's projected as Vanderbilt as a one-point favorite.
2: Yeah, and you know what? It was Ooh. great for Northwesters, they got their brakes beat off by Wisconsin in the semis, so that drew the line towards v- Vanderbilt. So I think that's great value for Northwestern. I, I'm taking uh, Northwestern here, the Wildcats. Um, hey, see, you got to have a story when you're going through the tournament, and mine is the Wildcats right now. <laughs> Taking Villanova and I'm taking Northwestern here.
0: and that means you're also going to end up taking Kentucky. I might. You hey, ne- I, I, I might surprise you. <laughs> and
2: how about Arizona? Uh, uh, yeah, Throw you, Throw them in. Oh Guthrie, you you're just you're you're on top of the game. You're a step ahead of everybody. <laughs> you know where I'm going next. You got to have a story.
1: Mm, it's the year I, like it. I like it. I like it. You got to follow that mascot. My mascot story is. Drive.
0: I just I think that I think this line is going to change, and I'm. Kind of hoping. Okay, great. It goes to three. Yeah, it, that's not really going to affect your pick. Mm, it can't. No, but I'm just hoping that a lot of that because it's their such a great story. The first time in the tournament, I'm hoping there's a lot of Northwestern money coming in. Well, I mean, I feel like it's I been Vandy ben so far. I want to take Vandy. I want to take him in this game.
2: Let's talk about what Vandy does well.
0: Well, shoot the three. They've threes. got a
2: seven-footer who can shoot really well, and that's always a problem. Coronet.
0: I mean, all they do is jack threes slash. I mean, go to the rim and, and draw fouls, which they do okay. But, I mean, it's really about their shooting. Have, I mean, Riley the Chance, amazing three-point shooter, shooting nearly 50%. Nolan Kressler, transfer from Cornell,
2: really impressive. You know my other story is? I've got another story I'm writing. It's an anti-LCC story.
0: You don't like the SEC?
2: I don't. And that's that's where I start my tournament picks from. Which conferences do I believe in and which do I don't? And the SEC is one I don't quite buy.
0: I mean, I I just think it it matters
2: we'll... on matchups, individual matchups certainly, but that's just a kicker in the in the back of my brain. Like if if it's a tiebreaker, that's that's my last tiebreaker. Yeah, and this is close to a tiebreaker, and that's my tiebreaker conference. I, I, I think mean, Danny's I hate the Big gonna... Ten too. I really do, but Northwestern was. More solid in the Big Ten than Vandy was in the SEC this year.
0: Vandy's a team full of shooters. I think they're going to shoot well against this Northwestern defense, which is good, but they're not going to stop them. They can't rebound offensively, but Northwestern doesn't let them. They're going to get lots of long rebounds. I see them getting some second chances. I'll take Vandy here. Okay.
1: Yeah. Give me the Wildcats.
2: All right, guess you with me? Let's go to Notre Dame-Princeton. Uh, 5-12 upset special? I think not. I love Notre Dame here. I like Notre Dame going very far and we'll get there
1: eventually. Yeah, this is not the 512. We have not hit the 512 upset yet. So we're, oh, we're avoiding it we're avoiding it with Virginia, okay. UNCW oh, okay. and we're avoiding yeah. it here. So, so
2: Notre well, Dame I know is... you know where the 512 is. What? Oh yeah, we've talked about it. We know. We'll, it is, we'll stay
0: so. with this, we'll get to it. We're talking about Notre Dame is a 5 point favorite here. I'm with you. I couldn't love Notre Dame more. Oh, that that is the that's the lock of lock so far. Ooh. Lock of every game
2: we've selected. That's a lock. That Princeton team was, like, losing the pen. They should have lost a pen. I mean, how is this? I mean, sometimes it's not, it's simpler than it seems. Stephen Cook. Sometimes it's just simple, like Notre Dame minus five, boom,
0: easy. Let's go on. West Virginia, Bucknell. By the numbers, I just want to say Princeton, better three-point shooting team Uh okay. um, is Notre, Notre Dame.
2: Okay, all right.
0: Great. depending on what you or the That's same great. depending on would what would you like
2: to change your selection not better in front of but... the public would you like to change no right so now?
0: I'm on Notre Dame okay alright
2: West Virginia Bucknell <sighs> remember Mike Mascala does, does anybody have numbers on West Virginia covering recently because they have to be bad
1: they are bad as of late they've yeah, got to be really bad they, yeah they didn't cover they didn't cover at all in the tournament uh, yeah the Big 12 tournament yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think they've done a very good job. Uh, what, what's the line? We're saying thirteen. Is that? Is that? Oof, man, that's, a lot, of it's it, that's a lot of points. What's Bucknell's ball handling like, boys? They they are 200th in the nation in turnovers, on when they have the ball. Yeah, not a good. So, oh, congratulations no. to the Bison out of the Patriot League. But uh, a great great season, but it ends here.
2: Well, let's take West Virginia then. Yep. That's that's all we needed to know, right? Thirteen
0: points is tough, but. I don't know what I would do. I might stay away from that, but yeah. Well, I mean, we gonna p-
2: win. picked Stephen F. Austin as a consensus last year over West Virginia as what a four thirteen upset. Did or, we? I don't know if we did. It was a three fourteen, and I'm really proud of us from last year. Picking I don't know Stephen if I did. F. I'd give
0: myself no credit
2: for that. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't. I don't see. I don't see the same thing happening to West no. Virginia this year. No,
2: they're gonna get it through. Maryland Xavier, uh, the Wonk Fest. Ugh.
0: Oh, this is gonna be a good game. <sighs> Guthrie Guthr- Guthr- hates both these teams. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs>
1: gonna try and hide it. <laughs> uh this, this Maryland
0: fest. team is much different than the team we talked about earlier this season. They've really grown. I mean, it used to be just mellow trimble and some stiffs, and now the other guys are really have gotten much better and they still have mellow trimble.
1: Hmm. They have lost uh six of ten.
0: Yeah. And they
2: did not finish strong. And Xavier beat Butler to Guthrie Nye's dismay. I, that I was like a Xavier.
1: that was a terrific win for Xavier. They desperately needed that. Help will punch uh, that ticket. God. I, You know... <sighs> Forget uh, this game. That's
2: all I, I had to say.
1: Yeah. and uh, So it looks like it's going to be uh, Maryland minus one. Oh, t- uh, it's hard
0: to talk about. I mean, you know, Xavier's not the same since they
1: lost Sumner. Uh, Sumner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very true. I mean, he was incredibly important. They, Blewett is a terrific player.
0: Trayvon Blewett, I have... I mean, he just... Such a steadying influence for them. Mm-hmm. He's amazed me. Constantly you know amazed me. You know what? I, I think, feel good
1: about this now.
0: I think McCura, JP McCurry, I feel tries good about this. I'm taking Maryland. Man, <laughs> I don't have anything to <laughs> you, back it up with. You I you just feel nothing? good.
2: About it. I could I could talk about Melo Trimble for a while, like you you did, but I think you covered all our bases. And we're what 47 minutes in. We got to finish the West. No, they've yeah, got, yeah, they've yeah.
0: got other good guys. I just want to say the other Justin okay, Jackson. You're is done. Great. You're done. Jaylen stop. Brand stop it. You know, they get, they got other
1: guys. Florida State FGECU, which is Florida Gulf
2: Coast University,
1: Dunk City. Man, of course, the committee put these two teams against each other.
2: I really enjoyed Florida Gulf Coast when they smacked uh, Georgetown around a yeah. years ago. That was fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was really fun.
2: Throwing the lobs.
0: As I recently saw, as I noticed, uh, Florida Gulf Coast, they still have their press releases signed with Dunk City USA. But they
2: don't have their coach and they don't have any of those players on the team. So I. Can't really draw too many conclusions because I haven't watched them this year once.
0: I saw that massive posterization the first that the guy uh, laid on. The I saw some highlights. Yeah. I don't think
2: that counts as watching somebody, though. No, it
0: doesn't. I mean, can we both admit that we like Florida State to advance here? Except
2: for Seth Dav- Davis, he likes F- Florida Gulf Coast. I just want to mention that. just want to mention that to our listeners.
0: I would stay away from the line here just because I never feel.
1: What is it? 11? Eight. Eight. What? Let's take Florida is that... State. No, I'm sorry. I they wrong. It's 12. Okay, yeah. <laughs>
2: Alright, in that case. I
0: don't like double digit lines, but I Florida State's gonna advance.
2: They're gonna advance. And they're gonna cover. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't I don't know either I can not I c I can't I don't have any insight in this game. But Florida State does well against bad teams sometimes, don't they?
1: Right? They have this year. Recently? Aside from Temple, but that was the very beginning of the year.
2: Right. Or or teams who were Not suspected to
1: defeat them. Like,
2: Virginia Tech had a chance to defeat them. And I know Florida State didn't cover that, but overall, they just demolished Boston College. And they ran away from some other teams as well. I think, I
1: mean... And Florida Gulf Coast is not a great defensive team. I I think this is probably one of the easiest uh, little four-team... Uh, quads, if you will. Yeah, let's go let's go Florida for, State Let's go Florida State and let's
2: go to an interesting
1: matchup.
0: Uh, I'm taking the Gulf Coast to cover. Okay. Let's go. VCU
2: St. Mary's, Guthrie and I are heavily on one side of this, I think, unless you change your mind, but uh, we're heavy <laughs> on one side. Taylor, Taylor, which side are you on? You're probably
1: on the opposite side.
0: Yeah, I hope I am. I don't know. Oh, right? definitely.
1: I know exactly what Taylor's gonna say. So
0: we're projecting the line as uh St. Mary's a six point favorites.
1: Oh. What?
0: Yeah, what are we doing? Well, what you, are you Ken guys Palm, flying Ken tomorrow?
1: tomorrow? Ken Palm loves oh, St. Mary's. Oh, that's, oh, we're doing, yeah, we're doing. But but I he, mean, the second-slowest tempo in the country. His lines
0: have eerily been really good by Vegas lines. <laughs> I've watched lines. that St. Mary's team. The i got Vegas a lot line. of thoughts on that St. Yeah. Mary's
2: team. And the first one is, I think that's a soft team. I, I mean, right? And VCU, what do they do? They like to get in your grill. They're going to be physical with you, unless this game is called, like, an ACC, I don't know, um, Carolina matchup between two carolina teams i mean i, I favor vcu being more physical against the st mary's team who is not going to bump and grind you out of the gym
0: and st mary's doesn't go to the rim
2: i mean that's what gonzaga did gonzaga just muscled Very their way well. past st mary's three games this year they just muscled them
0: well they did other things too but yeah i mean st mary's I mean, they didn't shoot the lights out gonzaga didn't st mary's gets their points from the three-point line they don't get to line and force you you know to contest those shots uh, and v- and that's a problem. I mean, VCU, tr- VCU commits still a lot of plays, fouls, so They still play tight man.
2: Yeah. So that's good if you're guarding the, per- the perimeter. If you're, if you're St. Mary's and facing a zone, you probably have a better chance, but not against a VCU team who likes to get in your grill
0: a I mean, I So St. Mary's is – I see St. Mary's okay, as just do it. on defense slowing the game down, r- extending possessions. Can VCU run a half-court offense against them? I mean, VCU are six-point dogs here. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if that's gonna hold, but that's all I'm saying. That's what we're
2: projecting it off. It's all we have right now. Unless you get to check something.
1: No, I think I think that's right. And I I love the Rams here in that spot. Me too. Uh, and for the reasons Saint,
2: I stated, you can go ahead and add
1: Yeah. So there are some things to be said for St. Mary's. Um I I mean personally, I just have a hard time buying into what they've done this season like sure they have some decent wins uh they beat byu twice they beat dayton but they're i mean really their first you see their first loss of the year is against ut arlington they really struggle to score i mean ut arlington is a is a is a good defensive team not outstanding uh i i really like vcu as a as probably the best defensive team maybe aside from Dayton, that St. Mary's has seen this year. Also, if you take a look
2: um,
1: at— Also, aside from Gonzaga, of course. But, yeah, go ahead.
2: Take a look at the WCC. What do you see across the board besides from Gonzaga? A lot of undersized teams who St. Mary's has done well against, right? True. Thinking of his size in this tournament. And VCU has strength, and I think they have a decent amount of size, right? Um. Mm, it, yeah. I it's, mean, it, they have. I mean, I, you know what I few, mean. Though? A few, a few successful players. Okay. Yeah. Physical. Royale players. Cox. Exactly. Athletic. Physical guys. Skin scout for the
1: NFL. Yeah.
2: That's. I think they're gonna struggle a bit. So, uh, if if VCU is any type of dog, I'm taking them.
1: Yeah. Okay. No. I, six points. Six points is a gift. I think in this mm-hmm. game, it should be. It should be much closer. Uh, I I I really like VCU's ability to match up against Jock Landell and and Emmett Nare. Just there, there, there's going to be too few offensive opportunities, I think, for St. Mary's, and BCU will be able to stymie them.
0: You keep Jock Landell's name out of your mouth because you are <laughs> not worthy, okay? Right now, let me we tell right. you. we got to go, Taylor. we got to go. Six, six points is tough. It's going to be St. Mary's. They're going to force VCU into tough shots on offense. If VCU isn't getting that transition game going, they're going to struggle to score against St. Mary's defense, which yeah. doesn't let you have second chances. Number one defensive re- rebounding team in the Did nation. Did box that well? Uh, Emmett Nard, 48 highest assist rate in the country. Yeah, he turns the ball over a little too much. Eh, I don't like that against VCU. I like it. Joe uh, Rahan. uh, Yeah, BC
1: BC Transfer.
0: Conference. Yeah, that's right. BC Transfer. Conference Defensive Player of the Year. I think they got it. I'm going with St. Mary's.
2: Arizona, North Dakota State. We'd like to stay away from these big spreads. Uh, So, Arizona's going on. Can we just say that? The Wildcat Agree. You got to have a story. That's my story of the Wildcats. It's the year of the Wildcats. And I might not. Include Kentucky in that, but you'll have to wait and see, guys, to part two, which is coming up. But first we gotta run down the west and we're gonna have to do this quickly. Thankfully we don't have to do lines here. We can just do picks because, you know, it's all up in the air. Arizona over VCU, that's my pick. Consensus?
1: Or if you're Taylor, Arizona over Saint Mary's. Yeah. Yeah. Arizona. Can Calvin can Calvin Herbinson get hot? Are his are his uh Doctor Octagon goggles gonna be gonna give him super eagle eyesight no no it's not gonna happen arizona's gonna win
0: i think players with rec specs like it's you're 10 better
1: i've got florida
2: state over i don't know who i, st- I st- intimidating i'm like fill in the blank it doesn't matter florida i don't state. know this is They're like, through. seriously can I, I change my pick to xavier like before I, I, the end of the week sure yeah go for it but right now it's maryland so congratulations, florida State congratulations west virginia notre dame i am firm on this one i have a great feeling about notre dame against west virginia I don't think West Virginia is going to be able to shoot in this game. Well, I don't think they can shoot. Period. I think Notre Dame can handle the pressure West with Virginia a lot of their shoot. guards.
1: They can shoot. Mm, Not really, they can shoot better. Like they've actually shot decently this year compared it, it to just, previous years. They just but...
2: manufacture weird points. They manufacture a lot of weird points, like little runners in the lane that like weird angles. They just kind of go in tip tip ins. I think Notre Dame is a lot to beat West Virginia.
0: I don't know if they're locked, but I like Notre Dame. They have
2: yeah. so many ball handlers on the floor. I mean, I'm high on
0: Notre Dame. I've been high on them they're all gonna year. They're going to be fine.
2: Matt Farrell is smart enough to break that press. And yeah. I, I think they're I think they're, Notre Dame is an ideal matchup for West Virginia. If mm-hmm. West Virginia gets on its heels in the mm-hmm. press, I think Matt Farrell is going to— hard. He's going to drive to the rack, and he's going to either kick out to open shooters and transition, or he's just going to go to the rim himself. Or I, find, mean, the, I mean, and if they get in the half court, it's just Colson. Half court Colson, If it's if it's a, a track meet, then Farrell and shooters and transition. Absolutely, There are absolutely. four
0: guards and Bonzi Colson, So yeah,
1: yeah, they, they are. This is an ideal team to beat the West Virginia pressure. Now, uh, I agree with I agree with pretty much everything you're saying. That this has everything everything is pointing to Notre Dame win except Notre Dame has had trouble with teams that can rebound mm-hmm. this Notre Dame team is not big and West Virginia loves to crash the boards Notre Dame has found ways to deal with team like they'll they'll find ways to get their guards um you know, Focused on the glass a and good boxing point. out. It's a good point. If they if they can manage to keep West Virginia's aggressive front court off of the glass, they will win this game. So this might this West- might
2: be like a this might be a Notre Dame. It might be a pick em.
0: Who's the Who's the closest analogy to West Virginia in the ACC? Would you say Louisville? Louisville. And, and, Louisville. It's very. It's. And it's Notre Dame very similar. Split with Louisville. They won at home and they lost away. By almost the exact same number of points, so yeah. Louisville's a little bit
1: different. Yeah, they're,
0: they're different. Their defense is very different, especially this year, it's different.
1: Sure, but just strictly, if you strictly think about it in terms of pressure defense and the tendency to crash the glass very, very aggressively, then it's an apt comparison. Now, you can also make the argument Louisville is a much better shooting team, especially at this point in the year. They are finally hitting shots. And we'll get to Louisville in a minute. Also, but if you
0: break a press, Notre Dame is playing
2: well. Whereas West Virginia is playing very and well. West Virginia but is slumping right now. They are slumping. I, down I the really,
1: stretch. I I think this is. I mean, part of it is just the nature of the ACC. You're going to take a lot of losses. Notre Dame is one of the the highest five seats. The only reason I think West mind. Virginia
2: might win is because this looks so easy. That's the only reason. <laughs> that's the only reason I have. Yeah. But I'm picking Notre Dame because I I still believe in our minds above the Venetians might of. You know, wielding a wand. Taylor, absolutely. Notre Dame, yeah. Thank you. Next, uh Gonzaga. You guys have Vandy, and I have Northwestern. I'm picking Gonzaga to the sweet 6.
1: I actually, I also like Northwestern to advance in the first round. Okay, yeah. You, uh, Zags. you
2: have Vandy, and the two of us yep. have,
1: uh um,
2: Northwestern. But yep. Gonzaga's through, right? Gonzaga's yeah. through. Gonzaga and Notre Dame. I like Notre Dame. I do. I just, I like this team. They, they've been the back-to-back elite eights, right?
0: Yeah. I wanna not? pick Notre Dame, but I simultaneously also just want to pick the opposite okay. of you, Luke. Uh I I'm taking know. Notre Dame.
2: You I mean you can take Gonzaga. Uh. I, I think the initiative's gonna be with the Irish. I just I just like the initiative. I'm gonna take the Zags here. Okay. I, I think they're gonna be on their heels early. Get three.
1: Tie break us. Oh god. This one's this one's hard. I uh hmm. I'm gonna take Gonzaga. Okay.
0: I think they. Let's I think they match up on. well
2: with Notre Dame. Well, I think I think it matters. I think a lot of it matters. How much is Shippa Karnowski gonna gonna get? Is he gonna dominate in, inside, or is uh, Colson gonna be crafty enough to get his? And oh, if Colson plays that to a draw, I think uh, I think uh, Gonzaga in trouble.
0: If Karnowski picks up two quick fouls and then has to sit a long time, totally. But different then game. I mean,
1: then they bring in Zach Collins off the bench. Like there there is tremendous depth. I think in the front court of this Gonzaga team. I think, but, it's,
0: I think it's a big drop off. I'm starting to work. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Uh, Zach Warren? Collins? Yeah. I think it's a huge... What are you, dude, what are you smoking, it, man? They lose a huge presence inside. It's what they depend Karnowski on.
1: Karnowski is terrific, but Zach Collins is a potential... Like, he is going to play in the NBA.
0: Okay. I'm starting to question depth
2: and short rotations after what we saw from Duke and even Notre Dame in this ACC tournament. I don't even know if rest matters anymore. I'm starting to decrease my value in depth as the years go on. You play is that fair? To, you, yeah. I mean, look at the teams who've who've done well recently. I mean, Duke won the title with seven guys two years ago, right? Villanova doesn't. I mean, doesn't play that many guys. I don't know. I, I'm starting to worry about the depth. um yes. I don't know. Hammer. Okay. Next game. I've got Notre Dame. You two have Gonzaga. That's fine. We have. Florida State, um, Florida and State, Arizona? and Arizona. I am just gonna go chalk here and go Arizona.
0: I'm going Florida State. Really? I like, yeah,
1: I like it. What What do you like about Florida State in just, that potential matchup?
0: I just think it's a good game. It's a good matchup for Florida State. I think that this type of team is the type of team that you're gonna, you know, they any team that gets its points off athleticism and quickness, that's fine against for Florida State because that's their strength too.
2: My only pause about that would be um, if you're filling out a bracket, Florida State has more upset potential. They, they have more right. potential to be upset compared to Arizona, and it's not even close. True. But if you want to be crafty and fun, you should definitely
0: do it. And that's how people describe me, crafty and fun.
2: That's never happened before in this podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, Arizona, gosh, why don't we like this Arizona team more? What do they do to make people not like them? They just won. They just won a bunch of games, and they won the Pac-12 tournament. And they barely lost to UCLA on a
1: road game where they uh, actually, yeah, they, they lost in s- the McHale Center. Remember they they, they yeah. swapped. They, they beat UCLA. They lost at to UCLA Oregon by yeah, like yeah, thirty they
0: points. They, they They, won a po- way, they killed still. them
2: at Pauley, and, and then they then lost at home.
1: Yeah. So
2: yeah, um, I I still like your. I mean that the game at. The game they lost was closer than than the UCLA route, and then they took it, and then they got them in the uh, they took it to them in the Pac-12, and then they beat Oregon. So, I don't know. I like Arizona.
1: I love Arizona. This He's is doing. the year. This is the year Sean Miller makes, final makes his final four. I'm with you. Uh, it's 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 perfect. It's going to be. It's like there's a chance Florida State can run into a, run into some sort of bump, uh, but again, I think it's the easiest. Like I was saying before, it's the it's a easiest. Good path. So I think it's going to be Arizona, Florida State, and I really like Arizona I mean, move on. Yeah, and I'm taking Arizona
2: over Notre Dame, and you guys have Gonzaga, Arizona to choose. Go ahead, quickly.
0: I've got Gonzaga, Florida State, and I'm going to take Gonzaga. Let's go Zags.
1: And yeah, it's Sean Miller's first Final Four. Congratulations, Sean Miller. Okay, so we have two Arizonas,
2: and we have one Gonzaga. Gonzaga. From Taylor. Yeah. All right, and that's going to do it for round one, but... We've got round two coming up. We've got part two of this podcast. We just went through two regions. We have two more to go. But before we get to part two, got to give a big shout out to our sponsors, The ACC Basketball Digitalids Podcast is sponsored by Three Notch Brewing, named after a colonial-era trail running through Central Virginia. Three Notch Brewery develops innovative beers around local characters that left their mark on American history. Characters like Thomas Jefferson, Jack Jewett, and Patrick Henry. Three Notch beers can be found at fine grocers everywhere and at their tasting rooms in Charlottesville, Richmond, and Harrisonburg, Virginia. Three Notch Brewing, leave your mark. We've been glad that they've been with us practically from the beginning and they're with us uh, to where we are now and to the next step, which is part two of this NCAA basketball tournament preview. Stay tuned. Part two is next.